You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing why maintaining a dry field is so important during restorative procedures. Our guest is Dr. Leanne Brady, Director of Education for the Panky Institute and a dedicated educator who also maintains a private practice in Glendale, Arizona. Dr. Brady, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Oh, Phil, thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be with you. Yeah, so uh, isolation, of course, is a major thing in the dental practice. There's no question about it. If you can't isolate the tooth when you're doing these procedures, then the, obviously you can't get predictable success down the road. I'm really happy that you're here to share some ideas about uh, and some of the things you use in your office about isolation. So to begin, tell us about isolation and discuss some of the options that are out there for dental offices to choose from. Oh, happy to. And as you said, Phil, I mean, you know, isolation is not a new conversation. We've been looking at alternatives and ways to do this for a long time. Um, probably the whole, at least the whole 31 years I've been in dentistry, if not longer. Um, and, you know, with the advent of doing more and more adhesive dentistry, so whether you're doing direct res- restorations and composites or you're placing indirect ceramics and you're using resins, um, being able to keep the tooth isolated has become even more critical. Um, and I'll also layer on that because we always think about isolation as being important for us as the dentist. Um, but I also think isolation is really a great benefit for the patient. You know, and so when patients are struggling because it feels like they need to swallow, they've got stuff in their mouth, but they're trying not to swallow because they don't want to bother us or not move their tongue. Um, you know, it can be really uncomfortable. So, you know, being able to sort of separate what we're doing from the patient's experience, I think, is helpful for both of us. So when you think about what's out there, obviously, it would be silly to discuss isolation and not even make a mention of a rubber dam. Um, and so, you know, lots of practitioners are still um, routinely using rubber dam materials. They do make them latex free now. Um, and so, you know, whether you're um, still doing sort of a classic um, rubber dam from ivory where you've got the dam and the frame and the clamps um, or you're using sort of one of the new modern versions of a rubber dam, that's always still an incredible option. Isolite is a device that I think many of us moved to when it came on the market, um, and it combines um, basically an old school adopter with a bite block. Um, it connects the whole thing to your high volume suction and holds your cheek out of the way. Um, and that really, for many many practitioners, is is a you know kind of a thing they think about when they think isolation. Um, and then of course we've got really new products on the market from Ivory, the same folks who make our rubber dam materials, um, that's called Relief, and that's only been on the market a couple of years. So there's lots of options in the in the world of isolation, and I guess when I teach um, adhesive dentistry and we talk about isolation, one of the things I always say is, you'll notice none of the things that I listed are made of, from cotton, uh, because cotton really isn't great isolation, because the instant it becomes wet or moist from the um, water spray or the saliva, it's no longer doing a job of isolating and it's more of a liability than it is a help. So, you know, the devices that either suction on their own are constantly evacuating the oral environment or are separating the oral environment from the operative field are really the things we think about as far as adequate isolation today. 
So what's really important is that the device not only provides isolation, which is suction and tries to keep the area as dry as possible, but also it has to be comfortable to the patient. And comfort is also a big factor, which the doctor has to take in consideration that there's a patient with this device in their mouth. It's not only just about the workflow for the actual operator. So why is maintaining a dry field so important during restorative procedures? Now, I know that sounds like a silly question because of adhesive dentistry, we need that. But if you could elaborate on that a little bit more, that would be great. Oh, absolutely. You know, and um, obviously we work in a in a wet environment. And so it, it always does kind of make it sort of seem sort of silly when we talk about you need a dry field. Um, and, you know, the manufacturers of our modern materials and adhesives understand this. And they have tried to make the materials that we use in adhesive dentistry, the dentin adhesive, the actual composite materials, the resin cements, more moisture tolerant. Um, but still today, the reality is that, um, you know, we want to try to maintain that isolation for numerous reasons. Um, although if you're not properly isolated, it won't necessarily prevent an initial bond of your um, resin-based materials. I think across the board, every dentist I ever talked to um, would like for their adhesively placed restorations to last longer and have greater longevity in the oral environment. And, you know, one of the first signs we see that an adhesively placed restoration um, might be reaching the end of its lifespan is staining at the margins, discoloration. Then we know it's going to lead to margin breakdown and then ultimately potentially to recurrent caries. Um, and maintaining that marginal seal, that marginal integrity, you will get greater longevity as when you are isolated and you have great control over the environment from a standpoint of uh, maintaining a dry field, controlling the water we put in the mouth, controlling the saliva, um, and even at the level of trying to control the tissue and being great about your tissue management. Um, so for me, not only is it not as um, easy to work in a contaminated field, but, you know, if my goal is to have my patient's dentistry last as long as possible, then I need to focus a lot of attention on isolation as much as I focus on what dentin adhesive am I going to use for this procedure and what composite am I going to use for this procedure. It's equally as important. So what does the typical dentist use for isolation? Let's, let's say they're not using a more sophisticated product like you mentioned. You mentioned a couple of them, including ivory relief which uh, I want to hear more about that because that's been um, an exciting product that's been brought on the market fairly recently. What are dentists using? Are they just using slow speed suction that they put in the patient's mouth? Then they have an assistant work the high speed suction. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, it's actually, I mean, I would t tend to think that it's exactly as you said, some combination between an assistant holding a high volume evacuator, potentially also trying to put a um, saliva ejector in the mouth. And, you know, I, they should have done a class in dental school to teach us how to bend that sucker so it stays on its own. <laughs> That's true. The amount of time we spend trying to bend it and rebend it, and, you know, so it'll hook in the cheek and stay where you want it. Um, and then, you know, I mean, if you look at, you know, cotton rolls and dry angles and things like that, um, that I said, like when you first put them in, you go, OK, this is going to work. And very, very shortly, you're thinking, OK, wait, now these are actually hurting, not helping. You know, all you have to do is go through one rinse cycle of your etchant and everything that you put in the mouth that was made of cotton is wet, you know, and the patient feels like they need to swallow. So now they're moving their tongue. Um, but yeah, I think you did a, did a great job sort of nailing what's probably the most typical 
um, way that we try to isolate. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned this product called Ivory Relief, and I know you have experience with it, and you're uh, truly an amazing speaker. You speak all over the world. You, you've published. You have a lot of experience uh, in the field of dentistry. Our listeners always like to hear what the KOLs are using, and you mentioned to me offline that you happen to like relief. So if you would tell us why you use it, uh, what made you switch to it, and, and what kind of success are you having with it and so forth? Yeah, you know, it's actually a great new product, um, and I was excited about it. I have to get to test it when it was first coming on the market, and I was super excited about it. And so what I always tell people is imagine a dry angle that's not made of cotton but of a really soft, comfortable rubber material that you could hook to your high-volume evacuator. That's relief. So it's this um, really, um, you know, similar in shape to a dry angle, little green rubber, and they call it, it looks like a leaf. So that's where the name comes from. Um, and you put it in the buckle space um, to the buckle of the molars, and it fits right in that back pocket, but it hooks with a little curved U-shaped plastic connector, and then it's connected to your high volume. So you literally can very comfortably put it in the cheek. For patients who um, shouldn't be isolated open, so for a lot of our patients, um, they either won't tolerate a bite block, um, they won't tolerate having something that also holds their tongue out of the way because it makes them feel gaggy, um, you know, and or we shouldn't put them on a bite block because they've had previous um, issues with TMD or joint problems, you know, and we need something that will be comfortable in their mouth and has the power of being connected to the high volume evacuator. Um, relief is absolutely a phenomenal choice. You know, one of the things I love about it is the patient can close with it in the mouth so you don't have to take it out. And, you know, so many of our patients, we need to stop, let them rest for a second, and then they like to close and you have to grab the saliva ejector. With the relief, you don't have to do any of that. They can just literally close right over it, just like they could the saliva ejector, and it'll really clear out everything they feel in their mouth. Um, you know, the other thing I love about it is it's super cost effective. So the part you throw away that's disposable is just a little green leaf and, and they're just, a, you know, a very like a dollar, dollar and a half. Um, and then the little U-shaped connector, which is what holds it in the perfect position, goes in the autoclave. Then there's like an eight inch connector that can go in the autoclave. And then it's just your high volume evacuator. So um, it's super easy to place. Patients find it very comfortable. And I guess the thing for me that was amazing when I first looked at it um, is you don't expect it to suction with as much power and, and efficiency as it does, but it's phenomenal. So, um, you know, we use it for all sorts of things. Uh, we use it in a hygiene operatory during ultrasonic uh, scaling so that the hygienists aren't having to go back and forth, put the ultrasonic down, pick up the saliva ejector, put that down, pick up the ultrasonic. Um, we'll use it for kids all the time for sealants. It's great for that. Um, you know, crown and bridge uh, procedures when you're seeding, um, composite restorations. It's, you know, it's just, it's a really, really fun device that is just quick and easy to use. So if a solo dentist uh, is practicing, and of course they have some assistance, but in the event the assistant didn't come in that day, they could actually operate fairly well without an assistant with relief? Yeah, absolutely. You totally can. And, you know, for me, much like some of our other um, devices um, that suction and retract, um, you know, my assistant's still there. My assistant can still be there to, you know, to also suction if I needed some help. But, you know, if my assistant needs to turn around to the tray table and put the dentin adhesive out, 
I'm not going, oh my God, go fast because mm -hmm. the exactly. mouth is going to fill up, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I think this has just been a great addition to the other choices that we have available um, to improve our ability to work in a dry field, have our patients be comfortable and have our dentistry last longer. Yeah, fantastic. Great summary, Dr. Brady, as usual. And uh, I think you gave our listeners some really good insight into some options that they have. And uh, it, was, it was a pleasure to hear you talk about your success with Ivory Relief, and that's by Colzer. I, I know I saw a video about several diff different suction devices out there before the call, just so I can get a little bit up on what's going on with the newest and the greatest isolation devices. And I did get to see you do a video on relief on YouTube, which was really good, actually. It covers oh, yeah, it covers how it's connected and what actually gets sterilized. So it, it looks like the infection control aspect of it is really good. It was really well thought out, which is also really important. It seems like an exciting product. So we appreciate your time on this podcast, Dr. Brady, and we look forward to you on a few more coming up. You're going to be doing the next one on hypersensitivity. So we're looking forward to that. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Phil.